When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the Auburn Express. Powered by the War Report. All aboard the AM departure from platform 334, the Auburn Express. We're running on time and expecting no hiccups. Doing the work, hard work, to bring you the best Auburn sports content you'll find anywhere. Of course, we got a lot to talk about football-wise, as always. I mean, there's always stuff going on on with the football program. But before we do, we do want to acknowledge that Auburn basketball announced their 2023-24 schedule. And we can kind of talk about some of the highlights about that. Let's we can first start by discussing the non-conference opponents. Uh, and that's something that Bruce Pearl has talked about is really increasing the level of competition as it pertains to non-conference play. This year, Auburn is scheduled to play Virginia Tech, who went 19 and 15 uh, last year, but they also will play the Baylor Bear, Bears who's pretty much in the tournament year in, year out. Uh, They also play USC, who they lost to, if I'm not mistaken, on the road last year. Did I have that right, fellas? USC, yeah, we lost to USC. We lost lost to them on the road. That's right. So we're playing them again this year. I'm assuming that's a home game. Yup, it is. So we got them. We got them. Uh, at the at, the, at, the Bronny James game, <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, LeBron that's going to be pretty interesting. Gonna be, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. going to be interesting. So and and Aiden Holloway versus Bronny James. Yeah. Now they played against each other in the McDonald's, McDonald's All American game. game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that will be an interesting matchup for sure. Ooh. I I your thoughts about the non conference schedule. It's tough. It's tough. No one can say that Auburn has a cupcake schedule this year. Indiana is a good program. Uh, USC is going to be a good program next year. Again, they they beat us last year, and they didn't do anything but get better this offseason. Um, Baylor has been perennially pretty good over the last it's kind of decade. I want to say really, typical for Bruce. Basketball. The ACC-SEC um, challenges. There's, there's not really uh, never a, a letdown in this bro. schedule, other than the fact that I know a lot of people wanted to play Virginia instead of Virginia Tech in the ACC-SEC uh, um, challenge. But we do get Virginia Tech coming in here. They're a decent squad. They're not like world beaters, but ACC is not going to have really terrible bas- basketball happening in that conference. Um, so... 
yeah, I think the non-con schedule is tough and they're going to learn a lot about themselves playing in those games before they get into conference play this year. And I think that's been kind of Bruce Pearl's approach to kind of tweak some things before getting into conference play by playing some tough opponents as opposed to a light uh, non-conference schedule and getting exposed once conference play begins. So uh, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to some revenge on USC for sure. Um, but I know I know we got it pretty. It's, it's a pretty interesting schedule. Mike G, what you make of the schedule, man? Uh, listen, uh, I did know what Ike said, right? Um, nobody will be able to come back and say that the non-con was weak. Um, and that's going to be really important when you start talking about net rankings and all this stuff, man, come to the end of the season. If Auburn is somehow on the bubble of making it into the tournament. Now we know how much this matters, right? And you hear Bruce Pearl, you heard Bruce Pearl repeatedly refer to the net rankings even after losses. Yeah, we got L's, but look at the net. Look at the net. Look at the net. You know, we're playing people. Like, we have a tough schedule. Uh, so it's important, you know, to make sure. Now, some of these, these games get scheduled in advance, and, and sometimes you don't know how good your non-con is going to be when that year actually comes. Right. Right. So you schedule games in hopes that the program is not floundering by the time you get to the game. Right. Uh, and it just so happens, man, that they're in a good position. Uh, the the Brody James game is going to have some hype around. it. Oh, for sure. That, mm-hmm. that I mean, we sell out in, our, in, in Neville anyway. That game is going to sell out be, so fast. Oh, man, it's going to be amazing. And if they put that whoop to them, it's going to be even better. So uh, wins all around. Uh, NIL deals flying everywhere. Listen, Auburn basketball is a hot ticket now. And we've talked repeatedly about how we could pick up basketball tickets on the ground outside the stadium when we were in school. Now, it's it's tough, man. I took my mom to her first basketball game, uh, Auburn basketball game last year. And uh, I was just explaining to her, like, Mom, this is, this is a hard ticket to get. You know, if we weren't the war rapport, we'd be watching this at a pub somewhere. <laughs> it was hard. It was hard. I had to call in connects to get tickets to the game. Uh, so it's it's going to be exciting. You know, what Bruce Pearl has built with Auburn basketball is has been what is the main attraction during the, the spring. And with all the additions to Auburn basketball should be even more exciting to watch. They've rebuilt this roster. Uh, they've gone out. They've gotten shooters. Right. Um, they've brought in exciting uh, freshmen. And let's see what they do with it this year, man. I'm excited to see what, what Coach Pearl has up his sleeve for Auburn basketball. And, and this non-con is a great way uh, to test what you have, I think. We can go ahead and talk about the regular season or SEC conference play. We talked about non-conference play. Right. I What kind of stands out with you about the conference play this year. What are some, what are some things that comes to mind for you when you look at this 2023, 24 schedule probably should have put it up there for people to see it, but yeah, um, we can try to see if we can get something together. But um, I mean, the big thing for me is who the home and home games are, right? So we're going to have Ole Miss again, playing home and home Mississippi state. That's going to be interesting. Mm. Florida on the road. Good God. Can we beat Florida on the road? Finally? Like, I just like, at some point in time, yeah. I need for Auburn basketball to take yeah, a trip to yet? Florida. Say what? Yeah, what do graduate yet? Some of Colin Castleton. Castleton's out of here. Get him out of here. He's fitting. They gave him a degree for his 29th birthday. Yeah, get him out of here. But yes, can we freaking beat Florida on the road in basketball, man? Listen, mm-hmm. Todd Golden 
Bruce Pearl disciple, as it were, going to have that team ready to compete. Listen, they played well when they came and played us last year here Mm -hmm. in his first season, and he didn't have really very much talent on that team, let's be clear. They're going to have talent on this squad. They're going to have a little bit more continuity. That's going to be a tough road game to go to Florida and win again. Um, So hopefully we can get down uh, there in Gainesville and get a W in basketball for the first time since like 90-something. I don't even Mm -hmm. know. I'm not looking at it right now, but uh, it's it's ridiculous. uh, Dude. So that's all I'm saying. It's been a while. Yeesh. Um, As far as Kentucky's coming to town, right? So we get Kentucky back in Neville Arena again this year. Uh, trying and listen, I'm doing this all off the top of my head. If I say something that's incorrect, you guys will definitely correct me in the chat. Um, I don't really expect much from LSU this season, so I'm not too worried about that game. Uh, South Carolina doesn't scare me. Gigi Jackson was the best player on that team last year. He's already gone. Uh, he only he was a one and done kid for that squad. Uh, goodness, let me think. Who else? What other games are interesting to me besides Tennessee? We got to go back and play Tennessee at Tennessee again. I don't know if I want to go to that weird space again. Great arena, very weird crowd. Uh, so not sure if I want to make the trip to Knoxville again. We don't get them at home this Mississippi year. State, Mississippi Arkansas State. Arkansas on the road. We Ugh. owe them. Mm. Mm. We, we owe them, owe but Arkansas. do we have so, the cash to pay them? So we have Tennessee. So what? we go. So we do we have the. What are you saying? What are you? What are you? What are, what are these words you're saying? Do I mean, we have the real cash question. to pay them? Do Absolutely. We? All right. You don't I think Auburn's do. going to be good in basketball this year? Are we going to be good? Yes, but they could be good too. I don't know. I don't care how good they are. Oh, okay. We do, we, we, have, we have that part. I got you. Okay. Off. <laughs> yes. Um, Undefeated. I ain't say we was going undefeated. I just said no, we no, rough. This is this this <laughs> no. The, our road. Okay, it's pretty rough though because we're we're playing. And Texas A&M being the other team that apparently we haven't beat in the last three tries. Yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah. Got to figure out how to get that dub against freaking We're not playing them on the road, though. They could actually come into Neville. Ah, that one I don't know off the top of my head. I don't think we play them. I'm looking at it right here. So we're we're playing Alabama. We only played them once. I know that. Yes, but it's at home. That's a home game. So uh, here are the home games. The home games are Kentucky, Mm -hmm. LSU, Mm -hmm. Mississippi, Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. South Carolina, mm-hmm. A&M, and mm-hmm. Vanderbilt. Vandy, that's the other team we play the home and home against. Yeah. Yes. yes. I don't want to go back to that freaking arena again, too. Vandy has the worst freaking basketball arena in, well, you know what? I take mm-hmm. that back. They have the worst arena. When I went and looked at the FIU court, FIU definitely has an uglier court. Because I was watching, yeah. you know, if you guys haven't seen it already, if you're not a member or not a patron, you can't go see this. But I, I did a film breakdown possible. on our guy Denver Jones, and I saw Florida International's court, of course, watching this game. It's the ugliest basketball court I have literally ever laid eyes on. And you, that's saying something because Vanderbilt's hockey arena that they have that they're playing <laughs> basketball in, it freaking looks like the the rec center at Auburn, like they're supposed to have like you four were sitting with the camera people. <laughs> no, it's te- it was terrible, bro. Yeah, it was awful. absolutely awful. I hate Vanderbilt's arena. I Work hate made. the fact that they're broken into freaking quadrants. So if you go up in the wrong area, you got to come all the way back down and then go back around and go back. It's stupid. I hated it so much, so freaking much. Mm. I'm not I'm not exaggerating the hatred that I have for this arena. Like this feels like a lot. If you've never been, then you don't understand. It is terrible. 
And that's saying something because Bama has a stupid arena with their dumb random corner that they have over there with their student section. Vandy's is worse. Yeah. It's worse. So with that said, you're going back. To Vandy, I don't know, bro. I don't. I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> you got to think about it. <laughs> it's, it's in driving distance, so it feels like I should just do that because I'm covering the team. But good God, that means I have to enter that arena again. Covering the arena, covering the game from outside of the arena. Ike Jones. <laughs> I'm just gonna drive up there and go to a sports bar in downtown Nashville, and then I'm gonna cover the game. That might work. That way. That um, might work. And then, mm-hmm. then I'm then I'm go over to the arena and go to the press uh, thing afterwards. How about that? I'll just get the press credential and walk in after the game is over with or something. I don't know. So as far as road teams, Al- we we play Alabama, of course, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Now that we need some get back on. Oh, that. we got to get get back against that's Georgia. Get, but that's a get yeah. back game right there. Yeah, uh, I mean we we gave them some get back last year, but I just you know listen. Yeah, we got we yeah. got to get them at Georgia though. There you go. Gotta, yeah, we got to get go. them at Georgia. Ole Miss. Arkansas, Florida, Mississippi State is a pretty. That's a that's a tough. That's going to be a tough road game. Well, it should be noted, right? That are they going to hit a three pointer this year? (laughs) Tennessee, Missouri, Arkansas, and Florida. There's no trade off, right? Like those are road games where we don't play them at home, right? So you go there and you got one shot at those games, and they're on the road. Yeah, one so, shot cannot miss your chance to blow. Uh, yeah, right. Like so, Florida. You know, you you highlighted Florida as one of those teams. It's really? like, uh, can we win a road game? That's right. You know, but but now you come into the jungle. So like, uh, you know, same with Missouri. Eh, man, listen, the SEC has gotten tough in basketball. Man, like this is I, like Mississippi State. Man, they're sneaky, right? They're gonna they're gonna be a tough team as far as like physicality that they're gonna play with. But they yes. unless they figured out how to shoot, I don't think that they can beat us in basketball right now. Like you have to be able the way that Bruce Pearl. Now, this is the one thing I am worried about. You know, to the point that you made earlier, be will about do we have the cash to be able to um, pay Arkansas back? Is whether or not we are going to be bought in completely on the defensive end. By the, t- by the time SEC play comes around, I'm hoping that they figured out what the defensive rotations are, all that sort of thing. Right. But defense is a thing I am worried about with this team just because I don't know that we have guards that are locked down on the outside. Right. And we don't have Walker Kessler patrolling the paint, right? So you, you, you have to have one or the other, right? Like nobody's ever going to confuse Wendell Green Jr. for a lockdown guard. Nobody's ever going to say KD Johnson was a lockdown guard. Now, Zepp Jasper, different conversation, right? But when you think back to the team that had Walker Kessler, you, not none of them had to be locked down right. because all they had to do was challenge out front and funnel to a freaking wall back there that wasn't allowing easy um, paint touches, right? We don't have that anymore. So the question that I'm going to have for this team, and we've talked about this before, is whether or not guys like Aiden Holloway, who... I've watched a few of his games in high school in the McDonald's All-American game. Wasn't super impressed with his perimeter defense. Um, guys like Denver Jones, who has more heights than the guys that we had last year, but didn't see a lockdown commitment to defense. He can defend, but is he going to be bought into playing that level of defense that Bruce Pearl wants to on the perimeter on a consistent basis? Uh, you still have KD Johnson on that team, right? So mm. is he going to be better as a perimeter defender? Who are going to be the guys that when these guards are out here because that was the big issue last year. If you had a dynamic guard, he was going to eat our lunch because we didn't have anybody that was just like, all right, enough of this. 
and just, all right, cool, we're going to put this guy on that guy. Now somebody else is going to have to go get you a bucket from the outside. Who's going to be that guy on this team if Janai Broom doesn't turn into some sort of shot blocking machine and we didn't get another guy out there dylan cartwell hasn't proven to be that guy yeah. um you know cheney johnson's not really a shot blocking guy like that chad baker mazar is not so you know uh even the uh what is the name adarin uh, uh darren scott i yeah not yeah. really a shot blocker like that so i don't know right i don't know yeah what do you expect to what do you expect to see out of Auburn obviously you want to win every non-conference game going into the conference schedule with some momentum what are you hoping to see by the time Auburn uh makes its its debut in the SEC you're asking me specifically yeah, that, okay. um yeah. I mean so what I hope to see is we figured out what our rotations are going to be right because that's going to be a big part of this of figuring out how who plays best on the floor together like who are you going to be your nuclear units of all right we need to go get some offense this is our offensive unit they can go out there and just get buckets right we need to be able to go get stops these are the guys that coach pearl has identified we can go get stops he talked about this a lot last year at the end of the game it's getting to the free throw line hitting your Mm -hmm. free throws and getting stops right timely buckets matter But if you can get to the free throw line and you can shoot fairly well from the free throw line, that's one thing I don't really have a huge issue with this team with. Mm -hmm. Aiden Holloway can shoot free throws. Denver Jones can shoot free throws. Chad Mm -hmm. Baker Mazar, I can go on and on. The only people who I'm worried about from the free throw line, unfortunately, because he's a high usage guy, is going to be Janai Broom, right? And uh, Dylan Cartwell, who's not going to get a lot of touches. So I'm not super worried there. But outside of that, literally everybody else on this team can shoot free throws fairly well. Katie Johnson figured it out closer to the end of the year last year to get back into his upper 70s, low 80s percentage from the free throw line. Trey Donaldson is maybe a little suspect from the free throw line. He hasn't had enough attempts for me to have right, a solid right. um, you know, idea of what he's going to do, and he definitely hasn't taken any free throw attempts in the clutch. So that's right. a completely different right. piece of free throw right. shooting. Right, right. He's but, usually off the cor- off the court by then. Right. So the question you're gonna we're gonna see is who are the lineups that Bruce Pearl trusts specifically? Who are the ones that he trusts to close games? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Like the starting lineup is gonna be important, but who is he trusting to be on the court to close games to get stops? and be able to get to the free throw line and make it. That's what we're going to hope to be able to see by the time we get to SEC play. Have we figured that out, or are we still tinkering with lineups? Uh, hopefully injury isn't a reason for that, but are right. we still tinkering with lineups, trying to figure out you know, rotations and how many minutes we can get for everybody? Uh, because we got a lot of guys that can play significant minutes, but what are the rotations going to look like to keep us looking well-oiled? Do you think they're going to feature... Shania Broom this year? Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. He didn't, he did not come back from potentially going to get a pro contract, whether you believe he was going to get drafted or he was going to be a two-way guy. I'll say this again. I say I stressed this when this whole Janai Broom thing started. It's it wasn't NBA or bust for him. It was do I come back to college or go right. pro? Right? Like going pro could have been overseas it could have been two way contract it, there's a lot of options that were short of being drafted to a an nba franchise that would have suited Janai Broom and he could have taken advantage of in this offseason so he absolutely is going to want to be in a situation where they figured out how to make post entry passes from the guard position mm-hmm. cuz we sucked at that last year yeah. we absolutely right. sucked at it 
I don't know. I mean, I I don't understand why we don't know how to bounce pass into the daggone post when the man has got him on his back. But pause. But they need to figure. <laughs> I was waiting for it. They need to figure out how to do that with this young man because he's a guy that he needs to be able to do that. To, that's how he gets engaged and get the games where you saw Janai Broom disappear. It's because he wasn't getting touches early. And he right. was open. And, and he so was he open. just kind of... You can see the frustration on his yeah. face. Yeah. He, he sure. disengages from games when he doesn't feel like he's getting the opportunities that are open for him. Not forcing him the ball. But man, I, I'm open down here. Why aren't you just getting me the ball and let me go to work? For sure. Because now, who proved that they could stop Janai Broom when he was get, getting his work in? That's true. But some of that is we had the hands in the ball of Wendell and for whatever the troubles may have been with Wendell and his size or defense or his shot making as the season wore on, Bruce lets guys operate. He lets them operate. He's like, okay, you're going to be out there. You're running the show at point. Make a good decision. So sometimes Wendell was like, man, I don't know. They're on the run. Let me stop it with this 30 foot three. But hey, Wendell, you know what? That wasn't the right decision. You missed it. Now they're taking it the other way. Now we're in a bigger hole. And we found ourselves in that situation a lot last year. Trey Donaldson doesn't appear to have that same level of I'm going to stop it all by myself, but he hasn't been given the opportunity. He hasn't been given the keys like Wendell had been given the keys. But he, I don't know, he seems to have a, when he was in the game, he operated much tighter. And not I don't mean that in a negative way. It seems like he was determined to make the decisions that he knew Bruce would want him to make. And I think he did a really good job of that. So I think it comes down more to, yes, Janai is going to get more looks, more touches, because again, like you said, I, he didn't come back just to be down there waving his hand and posting up for nothing. But also, if the ball's going to be in Trey's hands as your primary point, I don't know what role Aiden and Trey are going to play. Like That's going to be probably the most interesting part of this upcoming season to me. Three Who's running lineups, the point? Three guard lineups. Three I'm, I'm guard not against lineups. it. I'm not against it. But, but I, I think Trey does the dis- distributing and the defending. Mm. That Wendell hey, listen, could listen. not do if he consistently because Wendell because he could Wendell could have twelve assists a game he could. if he committed to it. He I don't know right. why some, all right. of a sudden he decided. You know what? I got to do it. Quite. Well, <laughs> I mean, I, I do know why, right? Like, I don't want to bag on him. I think a lot of the problem was that the offense just wasn't moving fluidly, and so mm-hmm. we would get late in the clock. And the default for that offense late in the clock was, was either Wendell's, ISO or high pick yeah. and roll. Right. And yeah. so it was. He is the primary guy who could operate in that situation. We talked about this before. There weren't a lot of guys you could just give the ball to and say, go get a bucket because they didn't have the handle to do that. You couldn't trust Jay Will to do that. Janai Broom is not a guy who's really going to do that unless you can get him the ball early enough in the post. Uh, Flanagan was very inconsistent. He was a guy who could do it, but very inconsistent until late uh, in the season. Mm -hmm. Uh, You didn't get KD Johnson, who can definitely do that, doing that until again late in the season. Chris Moore is not that guy. Like, right. Nobody but Wendell could you say, give him the ball, get out of my way, let me figure out how to generate a shot. Whether it was a good shot or not, right. not really up for debate. The question is, if it wasn't him, who was it going to be? Right. 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 And, and we did talk about that a lot throughout the season, especially when there was frustration about, about Wendell's game. Um when he was not hitting those shots. Let's 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 go ahead before we get to the break. I want to grab some of you guys' comments. We appreciate you guys being with us. Money Mon says War Eagle, my last show before deployment. Money hey, Mon. Man, be safe what, out there, bro. Be safe what out branch there. of service are we talking about here? Money. 
let us let us know. Let us know. But our prayers are definitely for you that you, it's a successful trip and you come home safely, yeah, sir. Come come home alive. Yes, sir. thank you for your service, man. Thank you, Brilliant. John Brandon. Bruce definitely isn't scared. He wants us to play the best teams out there. Love it. I agree. I agree. Uh, Juice Heiss says we need to embarrass Bronny. Agree. <laughs> hey, I think we just need Listen, to, we need to embarrass them. everybody. Stepping Neville. Yeah, Marina, bro. we, I don't we just care need who to it beat, is. We need to beat them. If that we is going them, to that's, be that's icing on the cake. I want some. Get I, back I'd on be shocked it. if that isn't primetime ESPN game. Oh, for sure. It Every game yeah. that Bron's yeah. going to be on is yeah, gonna it's going to follow him. The circus yeah. is going to follow him wherever he goes. For sure, for sure. For he's sure. going. Is he is is he going to get the Sunni Lee treatment? Yeah, I don't know about all that. <laughs> I'm just saying, as far Sunni is an icon. She you know? is iconic. Here's my what I'm saying though: the ESPN hype train around anybody with the last name James is ridiculous, yeah. and yeah. so. And and gymnastics will never get that level of coverage. Right. So yeah. I think it's, that it's 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 going to be like that follows yeah. the ESPN mm, environment. Sooner greater than Bronny. <laughs> you're not getting an argument for me about which one is the more iconic athlete. I'm talking right. about circuses, right? Yeah. And the James Bronny family got the has juice. been. They the got the juice, bro. They yeah. they they've been the conductors of the circus. Because like it's, it's not just him from. now; it's the other players that decide to sign with him. Some of which that USC team is going to be good. Like, let's be clear, that's going to be. It might take them a minute to figure it out, though. Hopefully we can steal it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to take us no, a minute to figure it out. They're going to be a squad. Hey, you alum, 94, it says, KD already talking about what a player Chaney Johnson is. Hey, listen, I got that Chaney film ready for y'all if y'all want to dive into this uh, thing. Listen, Brandy Mack on Mike Mack and Meme said that she felt she like Chaney Johnson would be the most impactful of the additions. Uh, they made that. this off season. So. I thought that was I thought that was a wild oh, yeah. claim because I, 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 I take, that's right? a pretty yeah. interesting. I thought it might be Denver Jones, but I but, think it's going to be Denver Jones as well. But what Brandy said, Cheney Johnson. Hey, Cheney Johnson's good, right? Like I think he has. He's the guy that probably is going to surprise the most people with how like skilled he is. Mm-hmm. But he's going to be playing a different position than he's played in the last two or three years in college. And we'll t- we can talk about that when we get into the film. So it's going to yeah. take him an adjustment from just a where he's going to be lining up standpoint, even though his his first year at JUCO or well community, whatever it was, the community college, he was playing more of a guard, but then he grew like four or five inches from like six two, six three to six seven, And so they started putting him in the post. And that's when he went to the post, that's when he had his best seasons over there. And he was playing like a four slash five for them. Mm. So it's going to be a different role in this new six, seven, six, eight body that he or whatever height he is right now. So he's going to have to figure out how to be a wing guy again against guys who are athletic at the wing and not playing against, you know, some uh four man that's flying out to him and he's more athletic than him. You know, some, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. like, we'll see. He's got the skills. He definitely has the tenacity. So we'll see what, how that goes. Jordan Martin echoes similar sentiments. KD and Jalen both talking up Chaney Johnson, the most athletic on the team, according to Jalen. Yeah, man, I'm telling you. Like, so, Brady might be on to something be, here. She might be. She might be. Big Gap says, can we please utilize the mid-range game? Like, what are you seeing out of some of these new additions? Uh, you've, been, you've been watching some film. Every last one of them has a MIDI. Every last one of them. Nice. Chad Baker Mazar's got MIDI. Uh, Chaney Johnson's got MIDI. Denver Jones's got MIDI, right? Like they can all come in and make those shots. Trey Donaldson uh, it ha- has it, and he, he showed it a little bit last year um, his, his willingness to pull up into the mid range. 
Um, we already know what Jay Will and um and Janai can do from that area. KD doesn't shoot it a lot, but he has it in his bag, right? Um, there there isn't a guy on this team, signs a Darren Scott that has that's gonna be on this team next year and well, Cardwell that can't hit from the mid-range. You're probably not going to see Chris Moore shoot a lot of mid-range stuff, but that's just not part of what he does. Um, But, I mean, out of the guys on this team, Leor Berman can shoot the mid-range. Like, like, everybody on this team can do that. Be Will, that's your guy. I know, Leor Berman. Scholarshiped. Leo Burns. Yeah, that, we, I don't know that we've given him the proper congratulations. Talk nicely on about my mans. But, you know, Leor in here now with the Scully. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, Leor prefix, Jordan. Prefix is scholarship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, guys. Man, when I saw Leor Berman windmill a dunk during warm-ups at Bama, I was like, bro, you are... Some, what What are we doing here, son? Well, uh, I, talk, I talked to Leor <laughs> on the... On the um, on the Victory Podcast, I had yeah. Leor on the last one, and we talked about that dunk being like the highlight of his whole existence, right? Um, and he promised us more dunks this year. But he he's got, he got hops, bro. I was like, yeah, what, like, bro, dunks. why are you why are you windmilling the joint during the daggone layup line? And oh, you never like go to the hole and put somebody. I want to see him put it on the I floor, man. See a Leor poster. If Leor no, puts somebody, no. if if Leor, bro, he can jump though. If Leor puts somebody in the body bag next year, dog, I might they they might have to kick me out of the daggone press box. I'm sorry, <laughs> unprofessional. They, <laughs> they might kick me out of the press you box. Get out if, of he, here. if he puts yeah. somebody in the body bag next year, dog, I'm Leor, sorry. Do not dunk. We need our credentials. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Yeah, don't do it, Leor. <laughs> don't set us back. Don't don't set name. us back. You're right. Yeah. I know we got this as like material proof in court. So you, you, yeah. you know what's what's interesting? Real quick before we go to the break, I look at what the Miami Heat just did. Right. They were in the finals. They ran through what would be considered more talented teams, but there's this heat culture, right? You play defense. You're going to commit to staying in shape to, to a certain extent, and that actually works. Now, Jimmy Butler is a huge reason for that because he actually plays outside of himself and past his regular season numbers for a good chunk of the postseason. He just turns it up a notch. But everybody, I've seen the jokes about this team because we got somebody from UNA, uh, North Alabama. We got somebody from... Juco. And I'm like, this, I don't I don't know what y'all know about basketball. Like, if we were talking football, yeah, I'd tell you that the 6'3", 260-pound tackle should be playing in the lower league. But this is not that. If a guy's tall enough, it's about skills. Like, a- after your height, your obvious measurables, it's about skills and intensity and effort. Bruce Pearl's teams do not lack intensity and effort. We know we've got the skill of shooting. Intensity and effort. I don't think one player, even though we question how good they're going to be defensively individually or how good they have been to this point, I don't think Bruce is going to let these guys get on the court unless they have committed themselves to a certain level of intensity and effort on the defensive end. I would not be surprised to see us as, again, I think we said this before, top three or four in the conference for this team, even though people just think it's a ragtag bunch. Top three or four in the conference. 